Welcome to the Live Right Now podcast with author, speaker, and chef Wendell Fowler and me, the official ringer of the Fiber Bell, producer Alan. This is where food and faith come together in a recipe for mindful living as we talk about how we can live right now. Hello, beautiful souls. It's Chef Wendell here. And Alan, and welcome to the Live Eat right now. <laughs> well, no, that's my book series. We co- That's why we call our show Live Right Now. How you like that little plug? Right off the bat, I'm plugging my book. So there you go. The Eat Right Now books have become the Live Right yeah. Now podcast. Yeah, it's the brand. Uh, and it expanded and you know, includes all of the good stuff that uh, we need to make the recipe for mindful living. Now, everything that comes from the earth, we kind of like to say... Uh, Vitamin pill on the plate that we can create. Ooh, there you go. There's a motto in there. Something in there somewhere. But today, no plate. No plate. We're going with the cups. Oh, we're going with tea. Yeah. Brewing tea and not this. Oh, my God. You remember we grew up with instant tea in a, oh. in a jar. Oh, man. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> what were we thinking? But that's okay. The intention was there. No, no, nothing against Lipton or Tetley or you know the, the other... But uh, there's far more to tea yes, than is. just what you find in the bag in the grocery aisle. So, as you hold your cup, two pinkies up for tea today. Um, but you know, this is right now, I'm not sure when we're all listening to this. You may be listening to this in the middle of summer, but it, it's winter time here in, uh, in uh, Heartland. And uh, boy, I'll tell you, when it's gloomy outside and lighted candles, it's writer's weather, you know. To, <laughs> yeah. To brew a cup of tea and put an afghan around you and sit in front of your typewriter or computer, what it is. And, but that's what today, but I'll tell you, the thing I get more joy from is a good cup of tea, Alan, and I've learned to... Oh, it's... It, it, nothing warms you quite like a yeah. nice cup of tea. Oh, yeah. What was it? Uh, William Ewart Gladstone, mm-hmm. I used this quote in a couple of my columns, says, If you are cold, tea will warm you. If you are too heated, it will cool you. If you're depressed, it will cheer you. And if you're excited, it will calm you. Yeah. Yeah, all that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's an amazing little thing that seems to be overlooked somewhat, but yeah. I mean, there, you walk down the tea aisle and there's all these mm-hmm. different varieties. There's so many, and a little, you, know, you don't know where to start. And I think people go for the colorful boxes and they go for the, the fun things and not really realizing that tea holds an amazing amount of healing and disease preventive qualities. And oh, so absolutely. Changing your perception from just does it taste good or not to what is this doing for me? I think America's shifting. I think the tea consumption in America has, uh, we've become a nation of tea drinkers. I said this, I guess it's apparently like 80% of the United States households now have tea in their kitchen. And uh, according to the American uh, U.S. Tea Association, more than half the drinks um, tea, uh, you know, half of our uh, population drinks tea on a daily basis. So, you know, I, I, to me personally, um, I've turned, there's a, there's a Buddhist, uh, teacher called Thich Nhat Hanh, mm-hmm. Thich Nhat Hanh, whatever you want to say, but anyway, supporting where you come from. But um, he talked about tea being like a ceremony and meditation. It, it Definitely. I mean, in Japan, they have an entire Absolutely. culture based around that. Mm-hmm. And we go through life just doing things so quick. We try to find the quickest way to get something done so we can go on to the next thing or we're multitasking that we're not really paying attention on the moment that we, that I love to say, that totally has turned me on to that we all live in. And so yeah, we need to slow down a little bit and, and, and the Japanese certainly have figured it out, but um, Tick says, you know, use it as a meditation, think about what you're doing, where did it come from, you know, and go through the, and focus solely on the brewing, because as we said, in Japan, they have this, uh, 
the tea ceremony. Have you heard about that? I have. And it's, and it's, it's not just the the one that you've you know seen on television with like it's like a mating kind of thing. Yeah. It's it's exactly. it's it's far deeper than that. Oh, exactly. But I can see there's a lots of reasons. Um, it's called O C H A Ocha. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to hopefully I didn't butcher that. But it's a choreographed ritual of preparation and serving and the whole you know process. Mm-hmm. And most if you were to go do a business deal in Japan, even today. In your three-piece suit and your the one thousand uh, dollar you know three-piece suit and, and you do a meeting, there's always a tea ceremony because it just centers everybody, gets everybody calmed down. I can imagine how the vibe in that room would be the tension. Everybody's getting ready to do a big deal, but they stop for a moment and they meditate on their tea and they get to know each other. And they calm down and uh, I think it's kind of cool. It represents harmony, respect, purity, and tranquility is what they say. So. Well, and, and that's just the spiritual benefits exactly. of, of and that of the ceremony. Gotcha. I mean, there are there are so many other you know, nutritional benefits for tea as oh, well. I mean, I mean, the phytonutrients in tea, oh or at least the tea plant. Yeah. Now, let, you know, we'll talk specifically about the tea plant and mm-hmm. those types of teas: the black tea, mm-hmm. the green tea, mm-hmm. um, the nutrients exclusive to the tea plant. Plant are so powerful they can reverse diseases. Even oh, yeah. what ju- even just put it on the skin. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love you preaching, Alan. <laughs> well, I mean, green tea could play a role in breast cancer prevention. That They're, mm-hmm. they're looking into that. Do and, you rub it all over your boobs? Is that what it says to do? <laughs> have, have you been watching me? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something. <laughs> uh, I mean, drinking tea can protect against uh, gynecological illness uh, uh, for, for women. There. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not an expert in that. I'm, I'm staying away. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on the podcast. <laughs> but, I mean, it can... You know, lower ovarian cancer risk, oh, endometrial okay. cancer, cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar, body fat. Mm-hmm. How about that? And I could use another cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I see, this is, this is what we've been preaching, Alan. It's like America has been programmed, intentionally redirected away from nature into an assembly line to buy this crap that they pulverize and destroy and destroy its vibe when all we have to do is go out to the garden or know something. It's... That's the way God meant for us to use earth as a pharmacy, <laughs> not a bank that we can continually withdraw but never put back. And well, That's a pharmacy with an F. That's right. Pharmacy. Earth is my pharmacist, by golly. <laughs> Team Wendell, hashtag Team Wendell, our, our Facebook page for kids. Uh, uh, that's a big thing on their, uh, uh, their radar right now is the chemicals and food and all the things. And Anyway... Yeah, and all the pesticides and all, pesticides. All, the, all the things that are corrupting yeah. the things that are being grown and sent to yeah. us. Yeah, these little kids wear t-shirts that pesticides kill my vibe. <laughs> well, that's because their vibe's dead, so when you eat something that has no vibe, it literally does, scientifically proven, kill your vibe. So, yeah, but, you, know, you, know, you know, vibrationally, it's, you know, the harmonics, it, it neutralizes, yeah. Everything last night. Sam and I were watching, a, uh, as we were sipping our nightly tea, and we have a turmeric tea, too, that we drink from medicine. But we were watching this bluegrass band on, on the TV, and these kids were just getting on it, and they were such good musicians. And you could see that they were so caught up in the vibration of the music they were creating. They were totally lost. Oh, yeah. You know, you can get lost. You know, that's why you do, you twirl and you do the, the, the spinning and you get in a trance and you chant, you get in a damp tram. I mean, there's so many things we can do to get in a spiritual vibe. And mm-hmm. anyway, but that's what the tea makes me think of. I sip tea and it makes me want to think and I get all romantic and anyway. But we're getting off the medicinal part of it. I'm, you know, I'm an incredible romantic, but um, 
What kind of, you know, mushroom teas? Uh-huh. There's teas that make from Riki, uh, Maitake, uh, and I'm doing a lion's mane, which I've had tremendous success with. Black and green tea. Sure. I mean, the ones Most you know, from the traditional tea plant. But you know this, there's only one plant that produces both. Mm-hmm. One is, I guess, uh, uh, people out there are going, dude, you ought to don't know this. Well, there's some people listening who may not know this. Green tea and black tea, one's fermented, one's not. That's the difference. One's just naturally dried out. The and sun. then there's also what they call white tea. I mean, it's and all then from the white. Oh, absolutely. It's all just different stages of the same plant. Exactly. Growth. Right. And then they got their voibus. I hope I'm pronouncing it. There's there's herb teas, stinging nettle tea. I've mm, heard mm. many many women, young and old, especially women entering the time of life where hey, anybody ever start paying attention to my hormones changing? They swear by singing nettle tea and claim it's the it's the woman's every woman must be drinking this tea and i've heard this from people who really know their shit yeah. <laughs> okay and this that one's a new one to me i'm gonna have to, to oh, look, and, look into yeah, that one and any woman i would say uh and this come well wendy wendy morrison who's been my teacher for many years she's um a truly talented lady anyway um we're talking about tulsi tea you've seen them on the um shells right now it's made from holy basil mm-hmm. what makes it holy i don't know but it's just a plant because <laughs> um, it's not a partially basil i don't know yeah yeah it could be <laughs> maybe it's a fundamentalist <laughs> anyway but we that's huge on the spotlight right now as you like your favorite tea is oolong i love oolong right, I love I mean, and i love all other sort but i mean i think if i have a choice a good oolong tea that's yeah. that, that's a good way yeah. to go for me but now you're a purist i am don't add milk don't add sugar. Don't desecrate my tea. Yeah, you, feel free to do that for yourself. That's that, that's your palate yeah. and, and your system. For, for me, give it to me straight. Yeah, give it to me straight. Yeah, and want, strong. And straight and strong. Yeah, brew it a little stronger. Yeah, yeah. I, I Me personally, I quit brewing my green tea over, over four minutes because I'm watching my body acidity. Now, if you're a fanatic, crazy like person like me, I, I, I want to reduce the acidity of my body. I'm mm-hmm. trying to keep my inflammation down. Now, green so tea I, can be overbrewed. I know, but I got a little obsessive about it for a while. But, I, you know, it's always saying, you always get a little obsessive, then you come back and find out where you should be. But it's okay to be a little obsessive sometimes. Um, but, yeah, there's, uh, oh, and chai. Oh, my God. Um, not the chai from um, a local coffee shop or Starbucks. Excuse me, Starbucks. I love you, but... Your mixes are loaded with sugar. They're pre-made powdery mixes. You know, I do. I go to Starbucks and say, make me a good stout chai tea. Then I want you to put some whip on the top from, you know, some kind of mm-hmm. milk or nut milk or whatever. Because if you don't, you're going to it's gonna you're gonna get chai tea that just tastes heavenly. But what they don't tell you, it's loaded with sugar. True. So be forewarned. Um, because chai was invented by, I guess, one of the emperors at one time in the Indian culture going back many thousands of years um, needed a, a medicine for him it actually began as medicine because if you look at all the ingredients the spices that are in chai uh-huh. every last one it was an antioxidant see there's another whole aspect of human diet American diet we go to get McCormick's and Durkee and they've been irradiated with gamma so to kill the bugs but at the same time it's killing everything else in it's all you're getting is flavor no nutrition so you can see from stem to stir in the American diet has been so de- 
depleted of nutrition through processing that we're all starving at. <laughs> we're all suffering malnutrition in the greatest country on earth in the 21st century, which is absurd. It's insane, I tell well, you. And never mind the satisfaction of cooking with what you grow. Oh, my Lord Almighty. Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, my word. There, you know, there's several generations of kids um, who, who well, don't they, they know just don't how know. to cook or don't understand the beauty of, and don't even appreciate good green food out of the earth because they were never told by their parents. A lot of the problems start with the parents, Alan. You know, your parents at home, man, you teach your children well because they're going to be mirrored. If you don't eat broccoli, they won't eat broccoli. If you don't drink healthy tea, they're not going to drink tea. If you drink Diet Coke, they're going to poison themselves on Diet Coke too. Or root beer, or Mountain Dew that you see the kids sucking down on the street corners as they're going to school. Ah! <laughs> but see, American, we've been trained to like fizzy stuff over a nice, subtle, esoteric cup of tea that Oh, it doesn't have enough flavor. Oh, well, then you're not drinking the right kind of exactly, tea. <laughs> exactly. Or you just need to erase your palate and start all over again. But it's nobody's fault, Alan. i got to tell these people out there, when I say these things, I'm not saying them. I'm not trying to make people feel bad for what they're doing. In my lectures, when I, I did the lupus thing, I told every person in that audience, don't kick yourself in the ass for being sick. You didn't do it to yourself. You were helped considerably by the American Standard Diet numbers that were so woefully yeah. deficient that we're all suffering from it now. So please, give yourself a break, pat yourself on the back, you're going to change, it's not that hard, here's the tools. Well, we, we repeat the behaviors that we've been trained to, yeah, to do, I mean, and as you're, you grow up, if what you're exposed to mm -hmm. is what you tend to want to repeat, because right. that's what's comfortable, and that's you, oh, inside yeah. your box. Absolutely. And my dad taught me this, how can you dare criticize that? His grandpa did it. Well, you ever heard the word change? You know, doing the same thing over and over and over again. You look at society right now, Alan. Whatever we've done is not working, whether it's food or religion or whatever. I mean, it's kind of gone to you know where. <laughs> well, and you know, my thought on that is that if, yes, maybe your father did it, maybe your grandfather did it. Go back a couple more generations. Did your great-great-grandfather do that? Mm -hmm. yeah, Probably yeah. not. Yeah, they, yeah. they may not have lived any longer because nutrition wasn't comprehended in a way that we understand it today. Because thank God we look at food for what it truly is, and that's the wholesome nutrition that our holy temple body needs in order to be here on this planet, to do our job, to do the mission we were assigned, to spread love, to spread joy, to be the best, my, my goal on my earth, I just want to become the best person I possibly can while I'm here to be, to make the body of the whole healthier. Um, and I have to take care of my temple to do that, and that's why tea is a big thing in my diet, because I, need a, I drink a cup of coffee once a day. It's a real beautiful cup. It's organic. Ah, oh, it's a treat. But the rest of the day, I'm hitting the tea because I know the coffee gives me this much nutrition, but tea gives me a lot more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so my focus is on whatever I eat has to have some sort of nutrient value to it. Boy, I'm really talkative today, aren't I? Um, oh, ginger, dandelion, echinacea. We've all heard of those teas, you know. Sure. But if you get a chance to make uh, ginger tea from real fresh ginger, I please go that way before you buy a bag of something that someone stepped on like a drug dealer before <laughs> it got to you, you know. Um, and dried out and mashed with a machine. and. Well, and it, but then what happens to it, as we talked on the show before, it, um, it kills the vibrational frequency of the um, of the tea itself, so... That's all bad, too. You know, if you, yeah, instant tea, like I said a while ago, you should be flogged with a wet tea bag if you use instant tea, please. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, sometimes when it's difficult to meditate or stay centered, I think it's stopping to brew a cup of tea kind of brings you back to center and develops a little mindfulness. 
What do you think? I mean... Well, I mean, any time that you stop and, and you focus. focus on what it is that you're doing, yeah. I mean, and tea is an easy thing to mm-hmm. do because the process of brewing a cup of tea is you could just you could stop and you could take that moment. It's just it's so simple to do with that process. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I mean, if you're you know cooking a complex meal, you know you're thinking about a, you know, mm-hmm. the ten different. 12, 50 well, different that's steps. Fun too. Yeah, I mean, and, and that is fun in its own right. way. But it's, tea is such a simple you're process. You're distracted. Yeah, I mean, you could almost do it on autopilot, uh, but yeah. don't. No, don't think about it. There's things you can do. I, 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 I saw this one meditation that was. I mean, I, I've shrunk it down a little bit, but this is something like when I'm doing the dishes, uh, I use that as a meditation too. Thich Nhat Hanh will mention that too. Wash each thing tenderly and lovingly. Make sure you get every area and focus on the glass and try to keep your, you know, like Eckhart Tolle would say, it's try to stay in the now. But like paying attention to the sound of the water that's, that you're pouring into, you know, the pot and it starts to boil, you know, and you hear that and you hear it bubbling and gurgling and you watch the steam come from the spout. So you're opening your senses rather than trying to analyze what's happening, you know, just go with it in the moment. Uh, and then when you pour the tea, you, I love to watch the color of the water change, and you know, and then when it meets the tea bag, and and then you, when your mind wanders into thought, just return your attention to the sensing of the heat coming away from the steam coming off of it. It keeps you in the moment, and that's when the miracles happen, Alan. That's that's the spaces between the spaces between the spaces that Absolutely. we exist. Absolutely. Um, you know, you lift the pea, but you're lifting the tea bag out gently, and you're. You're squeezing every last juice out to get every last little bit of nectar that nature has put in there that for you to use. So I hate throwing food away because it's, oh, nature works so hard to make this. I hate throwing anything away, you know. It's like not killing a fly that comes in the house. I'm one of those, you know. But, you know, you feel that. You, if you pee that tea bag out and you feel the weight of it and you feel it drop away as you put it into the, the recycling bin. And then you you notice the warmth of the cup and and that contains the lichens, and, and you feel your hands being warmed by it, then you bring the cup up to your lips, and you smell it first, and then you take a sip, and you savor the taste, and you ask yourself, is this pleasant or isn't this pleasant? And, and then you stay present, even when you're swallowing. Just let it go, just swallow it. Don't go by goodness sake. No one's going to take it away from you. Just be aware of the sensation well, that, of the tea in your mouth, exactly, the flavor. The flavor, the warmth, and it hits Especially, you know, there's some teas that hit my throat quick like ginger tea uh-huh. and it kind of sets a little fire going in there. <laughs> you ever notice there's science to prove that and when you make fresh, when you eat, well, like my friend Audrey Barron up at Ezra's um, in Indianapolis, folks, um, she does ginger shots. She has this juicer and then she, and out comes this shot of fresh raw ginger juice. It burns. <laughs> yeah. But scientifically speaking, I learned this in my study at Ayurveda, it chemically stimulates your body to warm itself. When you drink ginger tea, you will physically feel a warmth just take over your body. It's gorgeous. It's a beautiful feeling. So stay present and savor the taste and tea, and then um, and just just and then what will happen? Pause and be aware that there's some stillness within you that you didn't have five minutes ago. <laughs> So it's like slowing down, multitask. I hear people say, I can multitask. Well, do the best you can, good for you. I had, well, I had a fortune cookie once that said, oh, what did it, say? Yeah, like, 
they, they attributed the quote to Confucius, but it's a fortune cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the wisdom is still Bill the same. Confucius from yeah. California. <laughs> right. <laughs> Often to do two things at once is to do neither. That's true. Yeah. You well, it's like you dilute yourself. It's like it's like dilution. You're just taking half of your whole focus and splitting it in two, and you try to do three things, you're splitting it in three. So each thing will be one third or one half or two thirds less done, less focused done. Anyway. It's a crazy world we live in, but I sure as hell love it. You know, there doesn't seem to be a downside to T. Allen, you know. Um, T has less caffeine. There's a big difference right there. Signif so if you have a, a, a heart problem and you have arrhythmia, uh, and the doctor tells you not to do coffee, from what I understand, there's a significant less caffeine in green tea, for example. And some of these teas don't even have um, caffeine in them. I'd suggest not buying a brand that's been decaffeinated because... Oh, that's another just, chemical process. Exactly. It's another and process. Some say they use water or decaffeinated and all this sort of thing, but wow, you know, I, I just don't... You know, major brands, I mean, jeez. And then some of these major brands, besides the, the, the not knowing whether it's GMO or non-GMO, they contain fluoride. Uh, what you know is now being admitted that the government's finally going, oops, we made a mistake. Well, yeah, two generations, three generations of people now are screwed up in the head because of fluoride. You see the fluoride glaze in some of these kids, that they over, over fluorided. But that some of them use bleach in the tea bags now on too, we need to make. And then think about, they spray stuff on those teas to keep the bugs off that we don't get told about. <laughs> right. And China has entirely different sets of standards. So uh, well, China has no standards <laughs> in a lot of cases. <laughs> well, I think what it is, we just need to be careful where we buy our tea. Do a little homework. Um, we Blind trust has been proven in America not to work anymore. Um, that thing questioned authority used to be something that came out of hippies' mouths, but we know now that Man is basically, you know, given the opportunity to twist the truth a little bit, he will do it at any opportunity. It's in our DNA. So we just have to find um, find the truth out there. And that comes from, you know, listening to our show and uh, reading my column each week. There's a, if you go to chefwindle.com, I'll give you a second to write that down. Chefwindle.com. What was that again? Show. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Chefwindle.com. There are volumes of my li a library link which takes you to literally hundreds of stories that I've written. Um, there's a wealth of information there. A wealth of information. But there's nothing better than ordering a couple copies of my book. I lady order all four of them. If people order all four of my books, I give them a little discount. So just, you know, just email me on that issue. And I think, isn't that email information on our our Facebook page? Sure. You can email us uh, for the podcast at liverightnowradio mm -hmm. at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, you also have your own uh, email address. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's just Chef Wendell Fowler at Gmail. Gmail. And you, you can find that on the website as well. You can that's right, find us on exactly. Facebook. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's lots of ways to get a hold of us about yeah. this. You know, if you got questions about what you're hearing. Oh, let us and, know. Yeah, absolutely. The numbers are up, Alan. We're getting a lot of new people. Hey, folks, thanks for all you're doing out there by spreading the word because our numbers have been, you know, the downloads of our segments have increased dare I say, exponentially lately. So if you like what you hear, I encourage you to, to tell somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or get PO'd and call us up and tell us we're a bunch of jerks. I don't care. That's fine, too. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if they're talking, you know, what, what they say about you as long as they're talking about that's you. That's right, right. Golly, that's right. And, uh, yeah, things are going well. Uh, so, yeah, the, um, 
thank you for listening, guys, and, and uh, just get make yourself a cup of tea and, and uh, two pinkies up to tea, Alan. Yeah, and if you'd like a, a little bit more information about uh, the, the things that we talk about here, Chef Wendell is uh, very available to go do uh, talks for your organization as well. You'd yeah. be happy to customize it to what you do. And, a lot and of what, keynotes lately. You know, what, yeah, what, you know, I mean, you just get on the schedule now because yeah. it's filling up fast. Yeah. It's a new way of getting the, the dry message you would get from a, a, a person that like a I'm not bashing dietitians and nutritionists. I just give you the same information, but I do it with a little more panache. That's all. <laughs> Obviously, I, I'm crazy. Saying if you got a little gift giving to do, maybe uh, oh, yeah. uh, maybe a book. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. Well, anyway, we love you. We care for you. And all that matters to us is you is that you eat right now and you live right now. We sincerely hope you like what you heard and you'll look for us on iTunes and Stitcher. Maybe even leave a comment for us and join us next time as we talk about ways that you can live right now.